Are you ready? Are you ready? Somebody? Is somebody ready? We're going to have a few minutes. And I promise you a few minutes. Everything today will be cut short. Because something short has been cut. Are we ready? Now hear this. Take your Bibles, Acts chapter 1 verse 8. I'm talking about a loss, Paracletos. Say the Holy Spirit. You see the meaning of understanding English. To take your Bible does not mean to sit it down. It means to bend it down, take your Bible and to remain standing. In the case there was a problem of school fees. Are you here or your home? Promise your neighbor, I can promise you today. You'll walk out of this room with something big. Did you hear that? Before I start anything, you. Behind you, yes. Before I start anything, God told me to anoint you. Come here. Give me oil fast. You see, God told me to change his story. Uh, are you, are you, are you, are you? In fact, in fact, he almost missed the service. But because God has an assignment with him, there was no way he could miss it. That's what happens. If God has an assignment with you, you would never miss the service. God told me, anoint your son and, in, and release the anointing of increase. I'm releasing you to go and increase spiritually, financially, materially. Go and increase in the name of Jesus Christ. Go and increase. I release you in the name of Jesus Christ. Who else? Who else? Who else? God told me, anoint that man. I was, I was praying. And God said, go and anoint. Before you do anything, anoint him. And give him two months. Look at jealousy. Look, 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 look. Look at jealousy in Hawaii. 
Are you here? Jealousy, even in, even in the church, is witchcraft. And witchcraft starts very slowly. It started when you were young. When you hide under the sofa. When one is passing, then you go like, hey! And the person jumps up and down. That's how witchcraft starts. You don't even know why. You have to make someone jump up and someone get scared. Witchcraft. Now, are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Say the Holy Spirit of God. Said again, the Holy Spirit of God. The Holy Spirit of God. Acts 1 verse 8. The Bible says, What did they go read? No. All right, let's read together my Bible on the screen. What did they go read? Read again. But you shall receive power. All these presidents you are seeing, all these politicians you are seeing, all they are fighting for is what? Power. Ah, uh, did you hear just that? All these people making noise in media, fighting everyone on their way. All they're trying to secure is what? Now the Bible says, you shall receive power. Not when you are voted in office. Not when you get the promotion. But when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Now, the power of this world, when you receive the physical power of this world, let's say the political power, in, 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 the, in the case where there's a political will, and then you're appointed as somebody in the political world, you have got a certain power of influence. Are you there? Yeah. Which allows you to do some certain things because of that power given to you. Without the power given to you, ladies and gentlemen, you can't do anything. If today you appointed the minister of finance, it means you have got the power in that area of finance. Uh -huh, say, uh -huh. You can decide on your budget, when you are planning your financial year, how much must go to the Ministry of Education? How much you actually the one who has got the power? Did you just... No power to make a budget of education. Are you crazy? You can't sit in your house and make a budget. This man must go to the Ministry of Education and take that paper and go to Parliament. What are you doing here? I want to enter inside here and present my budget for. They'll say, are you crazy? 
Why? Because you don't have the power for that. But the Bible says, you shall receive. The Bible says, you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Not when you have got a political appointment. Not when you have got a, a physical power. Not when you have got muscular power. But when the Holy Ghost comes upon you. Immediately, you shall become my witness. <sighs> you will never witness something that you have not seen. You will never witness something that you have not experienced. Meaning the power shall make you to see. Shall make you to experience. I'm talking to people right here. So most Christians are lacking the element of experiencing. Now tell your neighbor, by the power invested in me, I command you to sit down. Have you seen how powerful you are? Have you seen how powerful you are? That even your neighbor can sit down without questioning. Say the Holy Spirit. Say it again. The Holy Ghost. Smile. God is looking for customer care. The way you sit down and look at everyone, we even wonder if God gives you one billion. You are behaving like that. Yet you have nothing. Oh, are we together? Say the Holy Spirit. Receive power. Remember, these are the disciples of Jesus. All right. I'll take to Luke 24. From verse 43. And he took it. And he did it before them. Remember on the day of um, the last supper. Are you there? Two things happened. And today we are doing just that. There was the Holy Spirit released and there was Holy Communion. And we are doing just that. Okay. Are you, are you ready for that, right? Now here, let's go back to the scripture. Go back to the verse. And he took it and he did it before them. Verse 44. Watch this. And he said unto them, These are the words which I speak unto you, which I was yet with you, that all things must be filled, I mean fulfilled, which were written in the law of Moses, and in the prophets, and in the Psalms. 
concerning me. Verse 45 to verse 49. Read together. One, two, three, go. All right. The Bible says, He said, Wait your way in Jerusalem unto your what? Go back to verse 48. Go back to verse 48. And you are the witnesses of these things. Which things? You are a witness of which things? Now, I want to show you something very important. Just very, very important. It's being filled with the Holy Spirit. Say the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit of God. Say it again. And behold, verse 49, I send the promise of my Father upon you. The promise of the Father upon you. But tarry you. Wait you. Wait. Go, give me verse 14. Now, this is the whole picture I want you to have. If you don't memorize this verse, then everything here is having a problem. But what? Verse 49. The Bible says what? In verse 49. Give me 49 quickly. One, three, go, read. Now, first of all, we must understand who was Jesus talking to? He was speaking to his disciples. Who were his disciples? It includes Peter, it includes John, it includes James. Now, imagine these are great men of God around Jesus, but he tells them, don't do anything. Don't go anywhere. Wait in Jerusalem. He says, wait in East, I mean in sorry. Wait in Jerusalem. I wanted to say CG. I'm a used. It was a mistake. He says, wait in Jerusalem until you are filled with the power from on high. Now hear this, hear this, hear this. The Bible there just says, until you are filled with the power from on high. Then he reveals that in Acts 1 verse 8. That that power, you can only receive it 
when the Holy Ghost comes upon you. So Jesus differentiates power from the Holy Spirit. Did you hear that? He says, you shall receive power from on high. Wait in Jerusalem until you are filled with the power from on high. Then verse 8 of Acts 1, it says, you shall receive that power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you. But this is confusing me. Because before that day, Jesus had already given them the Holy Spirit. Did you hear that? Before that day, Jesus says, you must wait until you receive the Holy Ghost. Ah, when he comes upon you. But yet, he had given them already the Holy Spirit. Now, let's just see the scripture quickly. In the book of John 20, verse 22, there is something interesting. Just give me that verse quickly. Jesus, he gives the disciples the Holy Ghost. Wonderful. All right, together. One, they go read. Oh, no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. When I say read together, I mean read together, okay? Read together. One, they go read. Uh huh. Read again. Read again. Now go down the scripture. Go down. All right. And he breathed on them. And he said, And he said, What? Receive you, the Holy Ghost. So the question is, Where was the Holy Ghost? When he breathed on them, Receive you, the Holy Ghost. Where was the Holy Ghost? The Holy Ghost was in his breath. Ah, did you just hear that? I'm asking, when he breathed on, on them, and he said, where was... Did you hear my question? Did you hear my question? When he breathed on them. Oh, yes. Stand up. When he did like this. <laughs> Where was the Holy Ghost? So I'm going to look at the person and do... Where is the Holy Ghost? Huh. Where is the... Uh, where is the Holy Ghost here? 
are you, are you following even? You see this man, taken by the power of the Holy Ghost, to a level whereby his head went on the cement and his legs up. And he can't understand as old as he is. What made him to do like that? Just a breath. Yet if you go physically on that man, it's either he will defeat you, but just by the breath, by the breath, by the breath, you become powerless because there's the Holy Ghost. Now hear this. The Bible says and he breathed on them. My point here is not about breathing on you. My point here is Jesus. He breathed on them and said to receive the Holy Ghost. Alright? Now, this was before Luke 24. So in other words, they had the Holy Spirit already. The disciples had the Holy Spirit already. But they have been taught, wait in Jerusalem. Until you are endured, until you are filled with the power from on high, then he reveals that how that power is gonna come. Oh, are you hearing me, somebody? He reveals how the power is gonna come. People in the miracle tent, are they even following? Oh, they are following. Then the Bible reveals how the power is going to be imparted it says you shall receive that power when the holy spirit comes upon i don't know what i'm doing in this side. let me go back to my place are you here you shall receive power when the holy ghost uh-huh that's why i like this direction We have many international visitors that said so. I understand. Hear this. You shall be filled with the power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you. People who are powerless are useless people. Tell your neighbor, if you are a powerless person in a society, you are useless. No one listens to you. You're powerless. You're powerless. But when you have power, you just point, I needed that land. People run around. Everybody will run around. Oh, he, he says he needs this land. Oh, they will run because you have. You just come like this. I need that building. People will run around because you have what? But when you don't have power, you will say, I need that building. Are you crazy? You have no power. But the Bible says you shall receive power. The reason why you look for things and desire things and pray for things and never get them, it is because you lack power. And that power is only acquired when the Holy Ghost comes upon you. Oh, I'm talking to people right here. 
Oh, are you hearing me, somebody? You cause confusion. People wonder, ah, is he a politician? No. But why is he most powerful like this? It's nothing else. It is the power of the Holy Ghost upon him. Oh, are you hearing me, somebody? Are you hearing me, somebody? Some of us, when we go to our home, our home village or our hometown, people come to ask us, have you come to campaign? I'm like, why? They see the power. It is not the political power. It is the power of the Holy Ghost. And they confuse us. Is he a politician? Has he come for campaign? It is nothing. It is the power of the Holy Ghost. Are you... Oh, are you hearing me, somebody? It is received when the Holy Ghost comes. So why do they see the power? Why do they say, ah, you come, have you come for campaign? Because they see the same power which politicians have. When I say I need that land, I acquire it. Oh no, all this land, all this land, just to go and say, okay, an offer of two million. Oh yeah, 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 you can take it. Power. The Bible says you shall receive power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you. And you shall be my witnesses. You shall be my, I am here today witnessing to witness means to preach i am preaching to you here because of the power of the holy ghost upon me now i'm talking to wrong people i think i'm talking to other people that are showing me other people who are just sitting down who is that doing that Imagine I'm talking to people who are receiving and they're showing me people who are sleeping. Oh no. Don't show me any hole that people are sleeping. I want people who are. Even those who are watching on the screen in their houses. Don't show me those people who are just sleeping there. Oh, are you, are you following somebody? No, I'm not talking to the media now. I'm talking to angels. Are you following somebody? Are you here, somebody? The Bible says you shall receive power. But the Bible says to the people who already received what? The Holy Spirit. Who Jesus had already what? Breathed in the Holy Spirit. What does that mean? Because these people, they have already received the Holy Spirit. Why is Jesus saying they should wait? They should wait in Jerusalem. The reason why the disciples waited in Jerusalem and it became so powerful is because... We are now filled. It was not just receiving.
At first, they just received. But when they had waited in Jerusalem, they were filled, not receiving now. They were now filled. You see how they answer this song. Oh my goodness. I'm going to build in my house this direction. Wait in Jerusalem. Oh, are you there somebody? Are you here? I hope you're ready for wait in Jerusalem. I'm talking. Oh, now hear this. Are, are, you, are you ready? 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 I'm going to ask my son to sing a song very soon. Hear this. It says what in Jerusalem. When I was listening to the song, I was like, my son is so prophetic. How did, he, how did he know these things? Because there was a divine truth in that song. I realized they give birth to sons who are prophetic in nature. Are you here, somebody? Now, watch this. The disciples were taught. Yes, you have received the Holy Spirit. But wait in Jerusalem until you are filled. The problem we have nowadays is when somebody comes in church, just small times, he feels like he has reached the level. And he leaves Jerusalem. No, wait in Jerusalem. Listen this. When you are not, listen this. When you are in church, just two, three things, and that because now they say you are an usher, now they said you are this, or because you came in church and you go, oh, I, I go to church sometimes, I go where is sometimes the problem you are having, my sister, my brother. My uncle, my nephew, my grandfather, my grandmother. Your problem is waiting in Jerusalem. The disciples were people who were close to Jesus. Amazingly. Acts chapter 1, first quickly. Acts chapter 1, I want to show you something. Including the mother of Jesus. She was among the people waiting in Jerusalem. I wonder why you are so hurry. Are you there, somebody? Now, Acts one verse twelve. Are you there? Let's read together. One minute, go read. Oh my goodness. They did exactly what Jesus told them. They returned to East, I mean to Jerusalem. Uh -huh, go ahead. One to go start again. One to go read.
Okay, verse 13. Fourteen, see the mother of Mary there. Go ahead. All right, so you see, all great men of God. Remember in John 22, he breathed on them and he said, Receive the Holy Ghost. But they are again back in Jerusalem. The problem is people, they leave Jerusalem quickly. Before God is done with you, you already leave Jerusalem. The Bible says, remain in Jerusalem. Are you following somebody? Now we hear the mother of Jesus among the people waiting for the Holy Spirit. Where? In the upper room. Now, Acts 2 verse 1. See this. Acts 2 verse 1. I wonder people who think because I belong to this religion, in this religion we believe Mother Mary. We don't speak in tongues. But Mother Mary also was among the people as we have read in the scripture. She was among the people who received and spoke in tongues. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Mary. She was the mother and you are not even a mother hmm. your, your name there's no may or at least my wife now, hear this all, all right god god acts to this one and when the day of pentecost was fully come the, listen these men were waiting in Jerusalem many days until the day of Pentecost until the day of God's visitation in their life wait in Jerusalem until God visits you wait overflow tell your number wait in your Jerusalem tell number you are very complicated you have a problem of waiting. Imagine these are disciples, right? They were told by Jesus too. Now imagine you're not even a, a disciple of Jesus the way these men were. But you can't wait for your miracle. The fact they were taught to wait tells you that God can make you wait for what you've been praying for. Oh, you didn't even hear the revelation? The fact that the fact that Jesus said wait until it gives us an idea that even myself and you we can be told to wait for a certain thing we are praying for tell my wait in jerusalem so the question is where do you wait in that time of waiting ask your neighbor that's the problem where are you waiting for your now, go to the verse quickly. Go to the scripture. 
Hoe, wave your hands in Hoe. Hoe D, are you there? All right. And when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. The problem is location of waiting here. The Bible they continued in prayer. Acts 1 verse 12. Go to verse 1, Acts 1 verse 12. Acts 1 verse 12. Go back. They returned. They unto Jerusalem from Mount called or the very witches from Jerusalem and said about the death journey. Now verse 13. The Bible says in verse 13, quickly. And when they were come in, they were up, they went up into an upper room where they are both, both Peter, James. All right. And verse 14. These all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication. The problem of people when you are in a waiting period, I don't know what you do, whether you complain, whether you go through depression, whether you give up, but the time of waiting, we continue in waiting through prayer and supplication. I'm talking to people here. What were they waiting for? What were they waiting for? What were they waiting for? Huh? Answer me. Huh? To be what? They're waiting for? They're waiting for power. They were waiting to what? To be filled. Now imagine waiting many days just for the Holy Spirit. Yet you imagine this is a whole, no, not money. They weren't waiting for money or for a breakthrough. They were waiting for the Holy Spirit. For they knew once they have the Holy Spirit, they have money. They have a job. They have anything. Their main core idea was... Once I have the Holy Spirit, the Bible you shall receive power. The problem of people, they are determined to receive something physical, not spiritual. Not knowing, it is not the physical that creates the spiritual. It is the spiritual that creates the physical. Are you here or you're home? Tell your neighbor, are you here? What are they saying? What are they saying? What are they saying? Ask them, are you waiting or you are in a hurry? 
about have you seen him in this church before others have testified but i am still waiting in jerusalem Can we sing it together? Say! Yeah. Whoa!
lift your hands.
sit on everyone. So wait in Jerusalem, neighbor. The problem we have is waiting. We are so much in hurry. We have nothing to do with the Holy Spirit. To wait for the Holy Spirit. Are you following somebody? Are you following me, somebody? Tell me about wait in Jerusalem. And uh, that's, this is why I, I, I was talking about the Holy Spirit, I think, last month. I lost Baracredos a month ago or two. And I'm talking about him again. And all the, on, 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 um, um, I had a program on Prophetic Today on TV, live, where I was talking about the Holy Spirit. And I'll keep on talking about him. Tomorrow, the diplomatic service of tomorrow is the Holy Spirit. Now, on Friday, the Holy Spirit. On Sunday, the Holy Spirit. Until God tells me that everyone is filled. Tell your neighbor, in these days, in these services, starting from tomorrow, make sure you're waiting in Jerusalem. Enough is enough. Until you are filled with what? Power. Until you are filled with the Holy Ghost. Are you hearing me, somebody? Be in the house of the Lord until you are filled with You may be wondering why my life is not changing. Sometimes it's not because there's a demon or whatsoever. But because you are not filled with the Holy Spirit. So the Bible says, what you in Jerusalem until you are filled with the power. Now we hear when Jesus went up that all the disciples, including Mary, the mother of Jesus, went to wait in Jerusalem. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? Surprisingly, they are not waiting anywhere. I mean elsewhere, they are waiting in the upper room in Jerusalem, not in any other house. But in the house where they took with their Holy Communion, the last supper with Jesus Christ. This is why I told you before, before you came in, that today is the only day we're having both the Holy Spirit and Holy and Holy Communion. Did you hear just sir? So the disciples were taught, before you go to become a witnesses, you must be what? Filled with the Holy Spirit. But the question is, we just, you just breathe on us and we receive the Holy Ghost. To receive and to be filled. There are two different what? Things. I, I, I praise God you receive the Holy Ghost. But what you received is not power. But what you are filled with, that's the level of power. Why Christians, are, they have the Holy Ghost, but things are going wrong in their lives. It's because they have got the Holy Ghost, but not power. I'm talking to people here. Power comes when you are filled with the Holy Ghost. Now, get this. Ephesians 5, Ephesians 5 verse 17. Look at that. Ephesians 5 verse 17. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 17. 
Let's read together. One day glory. Can you read a little bit louder? What is that word of God? Verse 18. What is that word of God? And be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. Do we have wine drinkers in the house? The Bible says, replace wine with the Holy Spirit. This is not me. It says in wine, there's too much debatably. Oh, give me NIV. Give me NIV. NIV, some scripture quickly. In wine. Okay, okay, okay. Read together. One of the read. Now, instead, it means what? Instead, it means what? In the place of wine, put what? If there is a good thing that changes away, the Holy Spirit is wine. This is why all powerful people in the Bible, who the Holy Spirit was prophesied that will be upon them, they were told they should never take wine. Did you hear that? Samson. The Bible says the angel said the Holy Spirit will come upon him. And he must not take wine or any strong drink. You hear? Are you following? Are you following somebody? Yes. <laughs> no, no, I met Giovanni. I was taken by surprise, taken by surprise with the wine. Are you that patient who took all the medication and kept them to take the bacteria by surprise? No. The Bible says do not get... You see, wine may not have a problem with other people. But trust me, but people with God's assignment... It has a problem with them. People without future, they may have no problem with it. But anybody in the Bible who had a special assignment on earth, God said, never whine. Because the Holy Spirit will be upon you. The best Holy Spirit remover is wine. Because he came in a place of wine. So when you take wine and you say, ah, what is this? He came so that you can get drunk of him. Now you get drunk of alcohol. He says, ah. He says, I, I thought you, you would get drunk of me. Now what is this nonsense? No, I'm, I'm removing stress. Yeah. I came, you can get drunk of me to remove stress. And somebody now is watching on the TV is having a glass of wine. What nonsense is this?
It's like, oh, Papa. Hmm. And we wonder, I don't know, I think I need deliverance. Nothing is changing in my life. The problem here is alcohol. I know it's just a black label. <laughs> Whether it's a black label or white label, it's alcohol. Whether it's Amarula or Amarala, oh my goodness, are you hearing me, somebody? Are you hearing me, somebody? Say five more minutes. This is this is the truth. You see, the other things are sin against God, but the other things are a sin against yourself. Other things are sin against both God and yourself. If you want the Holy Spirit out of your way, simple. Find alcohol somewhere and drink it, even if one sip. If you want him to leave you, simple. The Holy Spirit says, He is in you. Then alcohol, pa, on your tongue, on your mouth. The same mouth, the same mouth you use. To pray in the Holy Ghost. Ah, he says no. He may leave the gift inside. But not him. You may remain with the gift of speaking in tongues. But not him. So you continue speaking in tongues. But not him. He's out. Long time ago. He may leave you with the anointing. And leave. Remember King Saul. King saw the Holy Spirit left him. He became demonic to a level whereby he wanted to kill David. But David one day he wanted to kill him. But David said, I was about to kill you. But it is written, touch not my anointed. Yet, by that time the Spirit of the Lord had left him a long time ago. But the anointing was still remaining on him.